Again, is the PBF podcast for another week. Good afternoon, Mrs. Rigby. Good afternoon, Mr. Rigby. Another week down. I can't believe another week's gone that quick. This was a weird week, though. Yeah, it was. It, it needed to end. Well, it, it was a long weekend. Yeah, which means it should have technically been a short week. Yeah, but it was the start of daylight saving. If you're in Australia and Mm. you're in the states of New South Wales, Victoria, Tasmania, Mm. I believe South Australia do a little bit as well. A bit Holly's Coast? Yeah. Oh, not the Holly's Coast. Not Queensland. Just the lower. And we lose an hour and it throws me out. They do this in other countries as well. They do daylight savings. Of course, yes, they do. Yeah. 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 I don't know what they call it, daylight saving. Uh, Daylight, I don't know, robbing, robbing me of an hour. Daylight robbery. Yeah, (laughs) daylight. (laughs) <laughs> That's how I feel. It's I, what it is. You're a Queenslander. Yeah. And you've always whinged about I've it. always banged on about how much I hate daylight saving. And what And I've I, what lived have, here for 20, nearly 20 years. And every well, year I bang on how much I hate it. We've been doing it this way for 20 years. Yeah. We've been doing daylight savings for forever, I think, but... We've been doing it for six months since the Olympics in the two in two thousand. So six. it's twenty twenty now, and we're still doing it. But when you whinge every year, what do I say to you? You tell me. You say this every year. Yes. And now and what you have just you need s- to fucking adjust to it? I know. But it what is what it fucking is. You've I know. got no control over it. But guess who started yeah, whinging about right. it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So I'm wondering, <laughs> do we get to an age where it just fucking pisses you off? Because I, I when I was young, I thought it was a great idea. This and is the first year you've agreed with me. Actually, this yeah. is the first year yeah. that you've beat me to the whinge. Yes, and I've, I've, everyone at the gym will know I've whinged every single day this week, every single day. <laughs> and listen, most of the other girls, unless they're just agreeing with me because they think they'd better, uh, have agreed too. The thing with daylight saving, and I was talking to someone, I was training someone today who grew up in Kuma, right? Yeah. And, and they are... She said, it, like, in that time of the afternoon, the day actually cools down, so it's great because it gives you another hour where you could, could go for a walk or you could run around with the kids in the backyard or you can do things, right, because it's, it's starting to get cooler. But where we live, it's often the peak of heat. 5.30 in the afternoon, fuck, man, you are not leaving the fu- – you cannot walk a dog. It will burn the pads off their feet. You're better You're off not leaving that. The- People are lazy. They don't want to get up early. They That's don't want right. the sun blaring Utilize in at 4.30. Utilise the morning. And I get it. In Melbourne, it, in daylight saving, it doesn't get dark till 9.30 at night. That would piss me off so fucking much. <laughs> Fuck, I would have to move from Melbourne for that reason alone. I couldn't deal with it. You know what pisses me off? What? Aldi. Oh. <laughs> but it's where we get our tuna. I know. I've mentioned this, my tuna runs, where I go and buy 18 tins of tuna at a time. You haven't told me this story. And nothing else. No. Well, I oh, had... the odd bottle of wine. Two bottles of wine and 18 bottles of tuna. Of organic bottle, bottles of organic red. And the first time I did it, mm. I was subject to a shopper's comment behind me. So I went to stock up again. Mm. They can't help themselves, the Aldi shoppers. Because they, they can't get their head around why you want that much tuna in your life. <laughs> I'm going to have to report on it. I reckon what there happened? was going to be a comment from the person behind me every single time. Yeah, I think so. We just could discuss it every episode. This time around, you know what this this one was? What? Bit of a cheeky chaps, this this guy, bit yeah. of a jokester. Yeah. Oh, I was going to buy some tuna, but it's all sold out. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, no. It would be so hard for me to not turn around and just go, I don't even know. I, don't, I know the look I'd give. Yeah. I don't even know what I'd say. I just gave a fake. Fuck, are you serious? I gave a fake laugh. Oh, and, and he, they're the worst. Fake laughs are the worst. And then I hate he goes, fake laughs. Only having a joke. Oh, <laughs> Fuck. Oh, fuck. I'd hate to be in your house, mate. This is the guy who was buying microwavable lamb shanks. Oh, yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, listen. All he had was two TV dinner microwavable lamb shanks and he's having a crack at me for my tuna purchase. Oh, yeah, just having a joke. Oh, fuck. (laughs) If you have to explain it was a fucking joke, here's a heads up. 
If you have to go, oh, that was a joke, it didn't go very well. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe my fake laugh wasn't fake enough. Ugh, God. So, and I know your fake laugh too. Yeah, well, you know it. Yeah, because I hear it on the phone <laughs> when you're talking to people and you do this fake laugh and I think, oh, God. And I know when you're talking to a friend and you're doing a real laugh because then it's the real laugh. Yeah. But the thing is, though, no one will know except for you. That's right. That's right. That's true. Only you that Aww. can. So bad for the people that who don't get the, know. Who but, get the fake laugh. But anyway, the guy in Aldi definitely got the fake laugh. Fucking hell. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> in that bag of yours that stocks the mail, have you got anything for this week, I do. That last week was the exercise addiction. Mm. So I had a message from one girl. She said, "Yes, she she's done the same thing." I think she said she went to. I'm not going to say the name of a gym, but it's one of these gyms where they move pretty hard and fast. Yep. And she got caught up in a like a challenging sort of situation and. Exactly the same thing, exactly the same stuff, you know, had to go every day, multiple times a day, you know, rearranging things to make it happen, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So she's definitely been there and she's out of it, thank God. Uh, I had another message from a beautiful girl, which was a really heartfelt message. I'm going to read it out. I'm not going to say her name, obviously. Yeah. Uh, She says, okay, okay, listening to the exercise addiction post. Uh, Normally your your episodes make me literally wee myself. But today I saw the title and I was like, ah, yeah, I'm not going to listen to that. But I challenged it. This episode is me to a T and I know it and I knew it. I had anorexia for 15 years and throughout that time it was fed by exercise addiction. And now I will happily eat what I want, but exercise is still a complete mindfuck for me. She loves it, but she knows she needs to sort of listen, you know, when her friends and a partner tell her to to pull back. She's actually pregnant now and so she knows she needs to eat, mm. but she really is struggling with the fact that her body is changing and she can't control that. And that's one of the things, it's also about control, which I didn't, don't think we mentioned that, but it is about having control. She said, I love the, I love the podcast, but it made me so with lots of O's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she felt that I was speaking directly to her. And she said, so thank you for making her feel uncomfortable. And I said, anytime you need to feel uncomfortable, you just shoot me a message <laughs> and I'll, I'll send you one back. Uh, I had another one from a long-time listener, which I just have to find here. <laughs> Uh, she said, our latest podcast, only 20 minutes in, got me feeling the whole spectrum of emotions. I need to finish listening and gather my thoughts and words. Lots of pain that has been pushed down and away through exercise that I need to be okay to open that box and share where I've been, how I've adapted and where I am now. And then Lisa was very cute. She messaged me and said, she's definitely never been exercise addicted. <laughs> but she said it was, it was a good listen and it was interesting and she said she wanted to give me a hug. So yeah. if it wasn't COVID times, I'd take that hug. But it's an interesting one. I think it made a lot of people stop and think. And anything like that that's uncomfortable, anything that you listen to and you go, oh, fuck, this sounds this is sounds just like me. me. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough going. The good thing is to know that you're definitely not alone. And if anyone is struggling with this, you can feel free to message me. I don't know how much I can help, but, you know, I'm, I'm here for this sort of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, Anne sent through a great uh, gift idea for you, actually. A gift idea for me. My yeah. birthday is coming up. Yeah, well, if you're a good boy, <laughs> if you're a good boy, look at this. <laughs> He's taken one look and thrown the phone back at me. Not on your life. In these COVID times, triple layer face mask with little bicycles all over them. <laughs> yeah, saw this and thought of Kev. Yeah, oh, good boy. <laughs> It's the anti-present. I love it's how so people funny. take that on board now. It's like yeah, a cyclist. Like, so no. Thought of you. Thought, <laughs> every time they see them going past in their lycra, they'll, they'll think of Kev. Think <sighs> of the PBF podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can they think of good stuff and think of me? Not cyclists. Mm. Mm. Speaking anyway. of cyclists, yeah. well, it's not a direct segue, mm. but I tell you what. What? Out and about, I reckon our town mm. is uh, there's been a bit of an influx of the Sneen exercises. Oh, where I've seen half a dozen. What do you mean? Now, on a bike? No, not on a bike. I was going to say, if you're wearing a bootleg, that's downright dangerous. <laughs> they could get snagged in the chain. Anything could happen. I'd prefer that than the padded ass pants. Mm, mm. The padded ass jodfers. Mm, mm, well, <laughs> jodfers. Pony yeah. riders. Well, that's all that can be allowed. The jodfers. <laughs> Is it pronounced Jodfer? Yeah. Oh, fuck off. It's Jodfer. <laughs> Jodfer. Is oh, it really? 
I said Horse- confident, didn't I? Yeah, you did, but that doesn't sound right. <laughs> You've always said that and I've always thought you were having a bit of a laugh, like like the buffet. You know, we're going to eat at the buffet now. Just thought you were having a laugh. I didn't think they're really called a jodfer. I have absolutely no idea, but I, I, think I, like, I like how it goes from d to f. I like that, how it jodfer. Well, I it sounds very professional. <laughs> it's almost like the words popping one off. <laughs> Jodfer. All right, go on. With, <laughs> listen, you've lost me. Go on with your story. I just said that I was out. Why? Why you think we've got more cyclists in towns wearing jodfers? No, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Sneens, where are we? We're at Sneens. Right, so I went going for on? a run the other morning and it was early. And, and there were a couple were, of oldies out in the Sneens. I reckon I saw six Sneens. They get a loose jean, I guess. I suppose they think it's comfy enough to walk in. Yeah. I mean, and I've, I've not I'm, in, I'm I've, into the mum jeans right now, but I don't think I'd go for a fucking power walk. I've not seen a Sneen in our fair town. I thought it was fairly limited to uh, the coastal region, capital. capital. Yeah. Well, maybe because people aren't travelling so much, they're bringing a little bit of the beach <laughs> to the bush. It's, it's, it could be what that's going on. Tyler. Would have loved to go to Port Macquarie this weekend, but we can't. So anyway, where are my my jeans and New Balance? I'm going for a walk. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It could be. Well. Well, maybe I'll crack out our uh, our Disneyland ears and just wear them around yeah. the house. <laughs> Can't get to Disneyland right now. Just so. going to pop the ears on. Yeah, just fucking get around the hood. Maybe, but I'll be keeping a close eye on Yeah, all right. Let me know. Just me to know. see. So that was on your run? Yeah, that was on my run. Jeez, I didn't see any of those on my walk today. <laughs> so if I can magpie give me side eye. That would be the worst. Magpies in sneens. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. (laughs) With a little new balance on the end. They're called the Port Macquarie Magpie. (laughs) They'd be cute. (laughs) This time for our Wine of the Week, thanks to our uh, Wine of the Week sponsor, Philip Shaw Wines. Philip with one L. Mm-hmm. And, yes. We're going to draw this first, remember? Yeah, well, you've got the Puma box, so got, do you want to give that a shake? I've got the Puma um, barrel, thank you. And the winner is... Oh, it's my girl, Jess Newton. Oh, nice. Well done. Ooh, congratulations, Jess. I'll message you and I'll ship it out on Monday with some couple of glasses. PBF podcast wine glasses. God, so good. And a generous 475 mil <laughs> Generous capacity. Over, over half bottle capacity. <laughs> That's what you want in a wine glass. <laughs> this week's wine of the week from our good friends at Philip Shaw is the architect, and it is again from the characters range, which is a very popular range, and it's a Chardonnay. I do believe it's pronounced Cardinet. <laughs> don't you always call it Cardinet though? No, I don't. Don't you? No, sometimes I do. Oh, I can't help myself. Only when I'm wearing my jodfers. <laughs> now I'm I- just going to pop my jodfers on. I'd like to have a glass of Cardinet if you don't mind. I always call it Cardinet, but I know it's I know it's shard. Oh. Uh, shardy. I know it's shardy. Yeah. This is delightful. We ha- are drinking it with some ice cubes in it. I like to have ice cubes in my wine. We do. and I don't know whether that goes against the Philip Shaw tasting notes. Well, Philip Shaw, listen, I don't care because when we were in uh, Los Angeles at the Beverly Wiltshire, we ordered a bottle of wine, white wine, and that guy, that fancy waiter that we had to tip a lot of money, he brought us a <laughs> glass of ice without us asking. He did. And we were concerned about how we, we were, were going to ask. Because we were scared because we wanted to ask for ice because we like our, our wine cold and he brought it out. So... That now is the story I pull out all the time. Whenever someone looks down their nose at me for having ice in my wine. The Architect 2018 is our wine of choice for this week. You can win a bottle of it and two PBF podcast wine glasses just by taking a screenshot of you listening to this fair episode, which is episode 45, and tagging Pink Battalion HQ and Philip Shaw Wines. And you go in the draw to win. And it's that simple. Now, can I just say, mm. we've only got two bottles left after oh, this. So this is, there's the chances are limited. So get in. Okay, everybody right to go? Everyone ready to go? Everybody right to go? Is that yes or not? Not yet. Not yet. 
It's all right, I'll wait. Afternoon, you guys right to go? All right to go. Everybody right to go? Very good. Thanks for joining us. Yes or not? I just... I, 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 he's just... He's so cute. Yes or not? Yes or not? All I right, love I'll it. Wait. I love it. I love it. Hey. Yeah. Are you right to go? Not really. Because... Today, you're doing the talking. Why am I doing the talking? Well, because this is something. We've got a topic here which uh, people had messaged in about. We touched on it once before. Albeit very briefly. Very briefly, but it, people people's little ears pricked up and they went, ooh. Mm. So we talked about uh, imposter syndrome. We did. Yeah, and how I have not really experienced it in my life. No. And I was thinking about that today. It's probably because I've never really worked in industries I think you probably have. I'm sure people have it in every industry, so that's a silly thing to say, actually. It's a bit of... Well, it has a lot of elements of self-doubt. So you would have experienced it from time to time. If I did, it it would be a very fleeting thought. It would be very fleeting, and I would go, oh, don't be ridiculous. Do you know who you are? Just get the job done. Well, we had a message from a girl who said she really um, – she suffers from this and she, when she heard that you did too, she, she felt, listen, not so alone. And that's the whole thing about this, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Listen, helping everyone feel fucking normal in the, <laughs> in the chaos that is our lives because we are all okay and, and all this stuff is normal. So we talked about you doing an episode on this because I've got really – I don't know anything about it. And then last night – after I ordered the groceries online, I came out and said to you, oh, tomorrow night we're doing the imposter syndrome. Are you right to do that? And I said, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> and then thought, I'm not qualified to do this. <laughs> Did you really? No. Uh, <laughs> Imagine that. But it's a proper thing. Imposter syndrome yeah, no one is, is a legit. real proper thing. If you hmm. want to go back, it was first. Uh, identified in 1978. Jesus, well, okay. Mm. Apparently, psychologists call it phenomenon, imposter, imposter sure. phenomenon. Sure, 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 sure. But predominantly aimed at women. Right, and look, okay. I can kind of see that for the Why times. Why is this? Is this because women were coming out of the home and going into the workplace? I believe so. Yeah, I believe yep, so. Yep. But it's it's not limited. So no, clearly, no, because you're not a woman. No, I am mm-hmm. not. No. No, definitely not. He's all man. At its essence mm. is underplaying things, mm. not overplaying mm, mm, things. Mm. The feeling that you're going to be found out yeah, and it's all going to come crashing down. Right. And you're going to get a tap on the shoulder. Yeah, right. Is that right? Yeah. Fuck, it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel scared for you. Well, it's just a, but it's not something that sits there. And I, we'll, we'll go through the sure. whole things and we'll, and we'll go through the traits. Right. And you're probably going to go ding, ding, mm. ding, ding, mm. ding, ding, mm. ding. Mm. To me, it's, it, it's never always been there. Yeah, sure. It's not like you live day to day like this. If you Absolutely did, you'd weigh like fucking not. 30 kilos. You'd be a nervous fucking wreck. Correct. Yeah, sure. So it just come, it comes in waves. Yeah. Like, like anything, like confidence or self-confidence or all, all that stuff. And just, to me, it probably came the, the older and the wiser you get. When mm, I was young mm, and went into the workforce, didn't give a shit. oh, mate, I was just, you know, just a, a, a simpleton. Yeah. Didn't worry me. Like, I yes. was too young. Yes, yeah. So, sure. went in, did my work and, you know. Yeah, clocked in at the right time. Listen, clocked in at nine, clocked out at five. At five. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, sure. I, I believe it's when that level of responsibility starts to creep up. Starts to yeah. creep up. More is expected of you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's when mm-hmm. it comes. And that's probably, I would think, that with me. So, so I, talk to me about the first time you experienced it. I reckon I was working... And had won a pretty significant tender. Yes. For the business. Sure. Like, yeah. and we're not talking. And people's jobs were on the line. Yeah. Uh, was that the one where like, well, like, people's if we jobs don't, if were we don't on, win yeah. this, yeah. people are going to lose yeah. their jobs within my business. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't, went the other way. What do you mean? And succeeded spectacularly. Right. In terms of doubling the size of the business. Yeah, right. Right, right. That, and that's a lot of, lot of pressure on you. Well, I, like, again, at the start of the process, yes. was oblivious. Sure. Until the, actual, until the actual gravity of the situation dawned on me mm. and we actually were successful mm. and the plaudits came, mm. I've gone, oh, fuck, I think I might be a bit out of my depth here. I've, <laughs> l- I've lucked this. <laughs> but, oh, okay. You couldn't see that you no, had done the work because I know I'd, that you did the work. I reckon I'd just fucking lucked it. Oh, isn't that... Yeah, I'd snagged, <laughs> snagged a lucky Imagine. break. 
And but I remember gone, that. You were working until yeah. fucking 2, 3 a.m. every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Doing all this work. Yeah. It was incredible. Yep. Oh, wow. So, uh, so you can't just kind of sit there and go, yes. I'm no. I'm fucking boss. Yeah. I just went, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Did you? Yeah, this is not wow. great. That's <laughs> so at your face. annoying because that's not the way you want to feel. You want to feel like, it's yeah, not. give a champagne but out. that level of pressure. Yes. But it's your own, you're doing this to yourself. Yeah. So yeah, okay. before, bef- let me go through the traits before mm. we delve into mm. that a bit mm. further, right? General traits of people who experience imposter syndrome, they mm. can be perfectionists yes, and right. set extremely high expectations for okay. themselves. Well, that's a box for me. Yep. So even if they meet 99% of their goals, mm. they're still going to feel like failure. They're going to look, yes. at, look at the 1% that didn't. And that. Any, any small mistake will make them question their own competence. Yeah, so you, sure. you, you I would understand that. that. I understand yeah. that. I'm like, you got to do better, bitch. Yeah. People feel the need to know every piece of information before they start a project. Oh, right. Okay. Constantly looking for new certifications, training, education to improve their skills. Okay. They won't apply to for put, a To yeah. put shit on paper. So they've got it on paper in front of them. Well, I think it's to feel like they're up to the task. Yes. They're value adding. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they won't apply for jobs if they don't meet all the criteria. Sure. And here's one. They might be hesitant to ask a question either in a class or in a work meeting because yeah. they're afraid of looking stupid if they don't already know the answer. Whereas I go, this might be a stupid question. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Excuse me, Sharon. This might be a stupid question, but when you said that, like, did you mean that? And when you do that, everyone else nods and goes, oh, yeah, I was confused there too. Yeah. Yeah. But that leads on to another trait mm. is that people feel they have to accomplish tasks on their own. Oh. Yes, this and is they don't so like, fucking you. I know, and they this don't. So fucking they you. They don't like asking for help because if they oh, do ask for help, it. God, it, this is you. Fuck. <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. Yes. Because if they think, if, if they do. Then they're it, incompetent. Yep. Oh, you're not. <laughs> you're just asking for fucking help. I hate asking for help. I know. It's not oh, fuck. I, I know. I know. I'll do it all myself. Fucking ask for directions. Just, I'll be, we'll be driving around. In another fucking country. Just one winner and I'll set, but no. I'll, yeah. I'll look it up on this fucking, this thing that doesn't work or this yeah. bloody, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay, weird. That's the big one for me. I can't, I, I'm awful at it. Oh, I'm just real quickly. Oh, God, if I see anyone, oh, yeah. oh, oh, could you, can I ask you, I don't know whether you can help me or not. That's what I say. I don't know whether you can help me or not, but I need to get to here or I need this or whatever. And people, nine times out of ten, if they can help you, they will. I'll even walk around the shops for an extra 10 minutes before I ask I know. Why would you do that? (laughs) The first thing I do, like, for example, here's an example. Like, I go to Bunnings the other day and I needed to find – I went and found the guy. I said, excuse me, can you tell me where the – I just said it was hand sanitizer. It wasn't. I can't remember what it was. And he goes, oh, just here. I go, oh, God. I go, I knew I was close. Anyway, thank you. You know, (laughs) for someone like you, you die. It was right in front of your eyes. You didn't find it yourself. You fucking idiot. They're getting paid to help. (laughs) I know this. They're getting paid to help you. I know this. This is what I think. People are getting paid to help. They love to help you. Yes, but this puts so much extra pressure on you, particularly in the workplace. Yes. Because you can't ask for help. No, and I also find it hard to delegate as well. I know that. I told you you'd go. Oh, I know, I, do, I know. I yeah. do. And it's all right for me to say because I don't work in a corporate situation and I never, ever have. Like, I've never worked like that. Like, I've worked in retail and I've worked in, uh, you know, land sales and fitness and stuff like that. But I've never worked in a corporate situation. Yeah. So I don't understand. But I always feel like if you have staff that are there to support you, that work under you, then I will just always ask them to. Help me. Yeah, I so know. here's some stuff. I need you to get this done for me. Like that's what they're there for. They're oh, there I for know. that. I know. I know. I feel like you're undervaluing them. I'm not because they're very good at their jobs. Yeah, but I feel like, you know what I mean? They're probably going, God, I'd love to do a few more fucking things around here. But, but you know, prob- he insists on doing it all himself. Yeah, but they've probably got a lot on they've got a lot on their plate as well. Oh, oh. <laughs> Here's oh the God! Thing. Fuck! Are you kidding? <laughs> I know we all do though. Fuck! This but, is enlightening. Wow! Enlightening. It's enlightening. <laughs> to me, that also goes to. I've never been one to reach out and ask for help. I know. In life, yeah, I know. Really, no, I, I've I know, always I know, been. I've always that. That is probably the one thing, as far as I can remember. I've always 
I will work this out on my own. Mm. And, and and you do. And you I do. To your credit, you do. And I understand that. But, oh, you know, I'm the same to a degree. I, yeah. I'll, I will try and work things out myself. But if I can't find the answer, then I'm going to come to you. And that's the difference between you and I. It's interesting. It is. You want another one? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I do. When people have to struggle, struggles of odd word, but anyway, or work a bit harder to accomplish something, they yes. think it means they're not good enough mm. because mm. they're used, and this comes to a trait, they're used to skills coming easily. And when they have to put in effort, their brain tells them it's proof they're an imposter. Yeah. It's why intelligent people do experience this. Oh, oh, it's only for intelligence. No. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> no. Yeah, sure. Um, Some intelligent people. It's one of the traits. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. But I, and I'm only going from my experience... I haven't had to study hard. I haven't like yes, things come someone, naturally. Yeah, There's they do. That's a, and, right. And, and it's not blowing my own trumpet. No, 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 no. But no that's there, just you. There is so, a baseline of sure, natural intelligence, sure, sure, sure. which is me, which is meant, and it's probably a curse yes. that I could cruise through school. Yes, I did. I did two tenths of stuff all of study. Yeah, but I had a pretty good year twelve mark. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And then you have got people like me who oh, I'm not going to say I struggled at school. Because I didn't even apply myself <laughs> enough to know. Oh, I struggled because I didn't want to fucking be there. Yeah. I didn't want to fucking do it. I just didn't give a shit about it. You're the type of person I hated at school. Don't hate. You wouldn't have hated me at school. Oh, would I would have thought you were hot, but I, I also would have hated how smart you were. <laughs> Prefer the dumb skater boys. They wouldn't challenge me. <laughs> I would have been too nervous to even approach you, I reckon. I fucking bet you would have been. <laughs> it's a force to be reckoned with at 17. <laughs> I was the type that I did going to the school socials. I said, nah, I'm not putting myself out for this. I'll become the DJ. Oh, yes. <laughs> so you can yes, still go. Yeah, that was a good idea. That's yeah. actually a great idea. Yep. Yeah, because girls used to think the DJ was hot too. Yeah. No? None. <laughs> Really came up to no, the DJ nothing, booth. Nothing fruitful nah, came out of that. Nah, okay. Nothing well. fruitful came out of that. Mm, Just got mm. to spin a lot of good tunes. Mm. A lot of, can you play this one? Yeah. 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 I just had a flashback then from bringing it like the service service club. Like imagine it would have been like eighteen. Just got up to the DJ going, "Can you play Oh One Night?" Oh, <laughs> Late re- December oh. back in '63. Remember the, that one? Yes, I Fucking do. Hell, and we'd all be like dancing around our handbags. Were there any? Were, were there big ones that you used to go up to the DJ? But apart from that one and request. Oh Christ! Like were you were you a chronic DJ requester? Oh, in my, like, not when I was young, but in, like, the years, like, you know, when you and I were dating, like, around then, yes. Thought I owned the joint. Like, (laughs) would strut into the fucking pub and, like, would be like, I had to know who the DJ was, you know. (laughs) Like, you know, I'll be up there, you know, look, passion occasionally. Like, you know, get my songs played. Like, yeah, for sure. When I was a bit older, like, fucking terrible. They don't have a DJ at the pub anymore. So they have like the video jukebox. Yeah, right. Do you still put money in it? Yeah, you still put money in it oh, yeah. that, and do that. Oh, like Did you used to load up? Oh, you know. God, I get there. Right. Everyone get out their darn two dollar <laughs> coins. Hand them over, bitches. I'm going to load this thing up. And then I'd be like, the music's not loud enough. I'd be over at the bar. Can you turn this music up? Like I've just put, listen. I have just $42 into the jukebox. And it's playing Justin Timberlake's Senorita yes. five times yes. in a row. Yes. But we need a bit of volume, thank you. <laughs> I remember, that you're, so we're not going back that far, mm. That a fairly swanky Sydney establishment that we held your 40th birthday at, oh, yeah. you actually commandeered the audio system. Did I really? I can't even remember that. <laughs> really? They were not happy. Oh, what happened? <laughs> you, you went to the bar, yeah. gave them your iPhone, said, plug this in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> put my Spotify on. Yeah. Oh, did they do it? They did it. Oh, that's even better. I can't remember that. They they weren't oh, too pleased fuck. about Imagine. it until and another friend and you'll oh, know who it is yeah. 
went to the bar. Who's not with us anymore. No, who was – they weren't happy and they were whinging that you were just carrying on with your iPhone and your, oh, what a night. <laughs> it wouldn't have been that, but, yeah. <laughs> Would have been a bit of Christian Aguilera. And maybe bent the truth and told them that you were Channel 7's new fitness reporter. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dave Woodward, rest in peace. And suddenly. <laughs> yes, it, it came good. Yeah. You yeah, know, I remember he said, he said, she's going to be starting on the morning show. Yeah. Starting on the morning show. Yeah, doing fitness on the morning show. And they're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah. With Larry, he, with Larry M. Larry M. And he's like, if you want to get her autograph now, will be the time to do it. <laughs> I was probably signing autographs on coasters. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, that's a fucking so best. Yes, I've always had that. Yeah. Always enjoyed that. Anyway, back to. Where were we? It was the skills coming easily. And yes, I, I was saying, yes, uh, yes, struggling. Was yes. Saying, me not having to study through school. Yes, not and having to like, I had a friend much. who yeah. studied his ring off in year 12. We got the same marks. I did nothing. Oh, he'd hate you. I went to our year 12 last economics exam. No, no, no. My, our final lesson before the exam. Mm. And I said to my economics teacher, I said, ah, I've just done the sums. Correct mm. me if I'm wrong. Don't even need to pass but the fucking But if exam. I just fail this, I'll still get a B overall. Wow. And they said, She's well, like, yeah. yes, but that's that. Ah, ah, ah. That's all I need to know. Thank you. So for me, mm. if there is any time to apply, yeah, I do think, well, why isn't this coming naturally? It's not right. a big thing. No, but, but it's yeah, an interesting. It's an interesting thing. Mm. Final one. Mm. Is that they push themselves to work harder than those around them to prove that they're not imposters. Yes. <laughs> That's absolutely what you do. And they feel the need to succeed in all aspects of life. Mm. Work, parents, partners, and may feel stressed when they're not accomplishing something. It's not all bad because there are oh, a number what? of celebrities <clears throat> oh, who yeah. have Tell spoken me. about Tell me this. Who, who? Lady Gaga. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. That sort of makes sense, yeah. Yep. Tom Hanks. Wow, okay. You're not a Tom Hanks fan. No, I don't like him. Why don't you like Tom Hanks? Because everyone else does. <laughs> I don't. It's like us with Game of Thrones. It happened. It, because yes. everyone else likes it. I, I, can't, I can't even watch it. No, me either. I can't even because watch of it. that reason. Because yes. everyone goes yes. bonkers over yes. Game of Thrones. It, well, was the same, go- it was the same with Friends. I actually quite enjoy Friends now. I was the same. We do watch it now. But I, back in the day, I couldn't watch it because everyone fucking raved about it. I just hate that. I, I hate had, it when everyone's caught up in shit. Yep. Uh, they would have watching parties. They'd love it. And I had friends. I hate <laughs> even using it in the same, same breath. Yeah. Who would do the... Which friend are you? Yeah, yeah. You're such a Chandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Sex oh, and the City. Oh, you're so Monica. Yeah. Fuck. People off. do that with Sex and the City. That's the reason I've never watched Sex and the City for that reason. Because everyone threw themselves so into it. They're like, oh, you're such a Samantha. <sighs> uh, no. And so it happened around Forrest, the, Forrest uh, Gump time. Yeah. I just was like, everyone was just raving about it. I'm like, you know what? I'm not ever fucking watching that movie. And to this day, I have never watched it. And I won't watch it. I'll go to my grave without it's watching okay. it. It's okay. Not watching it. There is no. Won't even go to Bubba Gump's fucking shrimp shop. (laughs) (laughs) He's a nice guy, but I got no interest in him. He says, no matter what I've done, there comes a point when you think, how did I get here? Mm. When are they going to discover that I am in fact a fraud and take everything away from me? Wow, it's interesting, isn't it? It's really interesting. I'll do a final one. Michelle Mm. Obama. She and but she also says. And this is one of the things I think as well Mm. that helped ease her insecurities. Mm. She says she still has a little imposter syndrome. It doesn't go away. Mm. God, I'm glad I never got it. (laughs) It never goes away. I'm really glad I never got it. But she says Mm. that she realised that people at the powerful tables Mm. aren't always smart. Oh, I love that. I can attest to this. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. Um. Yeah, the, the people. Yeah, the, the people that think their shit don't stink are actually so, fucking listen. Basically, train wrecks. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. She said that she she still asks herself if she's good enough. But she said, "I've been at probably every powerful table that you can think of." Yes, she would have got this. Listen, the shit she yep. has seen. Because I've worked on corporations, oh, served on boards, fuck. been at G summits, yeah. sat in the UN. They're not that smart. Yes. That's the best. She's such a fucking bad bitch, isn't she? 
Oh yeah, and that I I agree completely with that. Yeah, so yeah, if, you, yeah, if, if you're yes, trying to, and yes. I and I don't want to say the term overcome address. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't address, sort of, address yeah, and address, deal. Address is a great and, word. Yeah. And manage, mm. address and manage because self doubt's always going to be there. It or will pop every, up from every, time I to mean, time. And that, like you said, it, it's like body image. You know, for me, look, I, I have really great body image, but yesterday. I had really bad body image yeah. and I just thought I was just horrible and I can't explain it. The whole day was horrible. Every time I looked in the mirror, I'm like, oh my God, I just can't mm. fucking get my head around this. And I knew I just needed to go to bed. <laughs> just gotta, uh, give me a fresh day, please. I can't do this day. To the point where like today when I had to go to the supermarket, I'm like, oh, I'm worried about what I'm going to wear because I, I know I looked so horrible yesterday. And you in the didn't. end, I just wore track yeah. pants and a fucking crop t-shirt and I was fine but it was a weird day but we all mm. have those everyone has those times yeah yeah and then um and they, they're fleeting they come and, and go I did want to say that there's no single answer why people experience it they course, it can of be course, anxiety course, it can be neuroticism course, it can be your upbringing there's absolutely a, I, know, I reckon a, I reckon a lot of it would be linked to upbringing that's mm. just me to me mm. I reckon it's a lot of it is because I'm a people pleaser. I Fuck. love to please people. I fucking hate to do it. I don't. I'm not into it. It makes me a good gift giver. Sure does. But like, <laughs> if if it meant if it meant that I didn't get any more good gifts off you, but you were less people pleasy, I would take that. To I'll me, take no more handbags and sneakers for the rest of my life. If you and break I, away from that feeling, I fully acknowledge that. And it's something I've gotten better at. Yeah. But haven't mastered. No, definitely not. No. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm definitely not a people pleaser. I, I will do things. And an example of, of non-people pleasing was um, after COVID, I just decided I wasn't going to work on Fridays anymore. Yeah. I wasn't going to do PTs anymore. And I had, I had a few PTs booked in on that day, and that was the only day that worked for those people. Then I had other times on other days that worked for me. Yeah. You know, you can, you can come on this day, this day, I have this time, this time. And they're like, that doesn't work for me. You know, mm. and, 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 you know, the old me years ago would have gone, oh, that's okay, I'll just keep training on a Friday. Yeah. The new me was like, okay, I'm sorry about that. If anything changes, you know, I'm here, you know what days I'm available, get back to me. It's really hard and you do feel like you're letting people down. You do feel like you're letting yeah. people down. But it's it's a gradual thing. For me, that people-pleasing thing has been a gradual thing. And I think I did used to do it when I was young to a degree, certainly with my mom. And, I'm sure it would have been you know an element. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Like trying to kind of impress people and, you know, stuff like that. And, and to me, it's it, it's across the board, but particularly with in the in the work and professional environment as well, mm. you want to be seen as the, the star. St- it, stems, and the go- it stems from home too, though. Like it stems from growing up and, you know, I think eldest children have a certain level of shit on their shoulders, you you're know. Pro- you're probably right. Anyway, I do know that as, as me being an, an eldest child in every single family that I was involved in, that there, that was there was a certain level that was expected of me, an expectation yeah. on yeah. me, and I carried that with me, and I've carried it with me for my whole life. Mm. I was expected to be mature. I was expected to be a fucking grown up. I was expected to. It's got merit. Push down feelings and all that sort of stuff. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's not the way, not the thing for you. But I definitely know for me and my needing to be good at shit and mm. needing to be having really high standards for myself yeah. come from the expectations that others placed on me when I was young. What do you think is behind you feeling this way? Pretend we're in a therapy session. <laughs> you're the I'm one. your sexy therapist. Well, you are a sexy therapist. With no bra on. And you're you're on the couch too. I'm just checking. I haven't got a tit out the side. <laughs> a tit, an errant tit out the side of my singlet. That could be malpractice. <laughs> Seducing the patient. Well, look, with a couple of little fucking small scrappy dogs on there. <laughs> One errant tit and a couple of yeah. scrappy dogs, yes. I, I think to me it's a level of acceptance and it probably stems back from my upbringing and, and my eye. I, that's I right. believe that that that's, that's has to I, be it. That's what I was getting at. That's what I was getting well, at. Well, you would know. You're the therapist. Correct. <laughs> With the errant tit. I think for you – listen, let's break this down today, Kevin <laughs> – so what I'm hearing is that I think that you might feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that you might feel, you know, because I know that you said in, in growing up you were very, very good at sport, you were very, very good at football, and you had 
the ability to go through to quite a high level of football if it wasn't for your eye because mm. it was a hindrance. Obviously, when people come in on, yeah. on the fucking left side, you're, you're out. They take you down. You didn't yeah. even see them coming. And that's that maybe that thing you got to prove yourself. you got to prove yourself all the time. And I remember you saying uh, once when you were here in a game or training or something and a guy came up the side and knocked you down and the, and the coach said to you, what the fuck happened? Because you never, you, you never no, told, I never told about anyone about your eye. No, nope. you were blind in one eye. Yep. Coach goes, what the fuck happened at their rugby? You're like, oh, I don't yeah. know, I just lost fucking concentration yeah. or something. So it's just constantly trying to fucking prove yourself that I'm I'm worthy, I'm, you know, I'm enough, I'm I'm doing a good job here. Maybe it's it's that sort of stuff. You're good at this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you should charge. Yes. Not me. No. <laughs> but other people. Others for, with no qualifications. You'd be absolutely right. Mm. You'd be absolutely mm. right. That's mm. what I think. Mm. It's, it's tough, hey, like, and there's so many people in life that have to feel like that. They have to prove themselves all the time to people, mm. and particularly like, you know, not, not so much you with your parents, but like mm. particularly people feel that they have to with their parents, always yeah. fucking showing up, always mm. fucking, look what I've done. You know, I've, I've fucking done this and I've done that and, Parents with lots of kids or, you know, a few kids and they're like, oh, you know, there's always the fucking golden fucking child. Yeah. Oh, knock that cunt off the pedestal. <laughs> no. Cause I, but, but, but you know what I mean? There's I always do, like the fucking ex- good kid and there's always there the is. fucking kid that's sort of straggling behind, always trying to prove themselves. And it, it's just tough. I, listen, for you parents out there of multiple kids, you need to – I don't know what you'd need to do because I'm a parent of one child, yeah. but God, you got to be careful, hey. Really, when you boil it down, mm. the main thing, and the main thing for me is mindfulness and being mindful of it, mm. which is which has worked. Comes back to you everything. Know, acknowledge the thoughts, put them in perspective, yeah, 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 and don't engage it. So you just go, don't be fucking ridiculous. I won this tender. Yeah, I know you're feeling doubtful of, about about what your capabilities are, but yep. listen, you've proved that you're actually. Done very, you've actually done very, very well. So I and should open this bottle of champagne and celebrate it like the boss that I am. I exhausted you this afternoon. A little bit. <laughs> it's probably exhausting to have this syndrome. <laughs> it's one I'm glad I don't have. And plenty of other fucking things going on. Don't you worry. But yeah, you know, I think go to therapy. That's my answer for everything. Go to therapy. I know it's your answer. I know it's an expensive answer, but it's a really fucking solid good answer, everyone. Honestly, if you if you suffer from it like a lot, like if it comes and goes, if it's chronic, if it comes thing. and goes, just like poor body image, like me having a real bad day on a random Thursday. But I think if it's if it's weighing you down and it's like fucking day in and day out, if day in and day out, if it's stopping you from doing things, yes, yes, I think you need to go and get some extra help. So look, short answer, I probably don't have any advice. advice no, well, it was a bit like me with the exercise addiction. I had no advice really either. <laughs> I can um, only go on what has worked for me is one. What has worked for you? Acknowledging it but not dwelling on it mm. and going back on past achievements. Yeah, well, acknowledging. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing that everyone needs to do. Acknowledge your past achievements for sure. Yeah. Make a list, man. Make yeah. a list on your phone. Things I have bloody achieved. The one thing, and it's it's almost counterproductive, mm. is that I've always tried to challenge myself right. professionally. But have you? Okay. Yeah. That's good. And get out of my comfort zone. Have you? Yes. Okay. You haven't followed my working career terribly well. Oh, I haven't noticed this bit. But anyway, what do you mean? <laughs> do explain. Please explain. Please explain. I try and pay attention. Well, I lovingly say this mm. because... You've never been able to articulate what I do. No. They say, what does Kevin do? Someone asked me the you other just day. Go, and I love it because I could be a drug dealer. That's actually true, though. You could be, I actually, could. and I would not actually know. No. Wow. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. I'd be a shit one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would. If I was. Yeah, you would. Because we're not having the lavish lifestyle. <laughs> no. What are you doing with your fucking earnings? Yeah. Pay some mortgage. I don't know. Yeah. It's terrible. He's it's not in, as clear cut. Oh, that? He's in gainful employment. He sure is. And the bills get paid. Yes. I don't know because I've never even been into work. It was different to you. Oh, well, you don't even go to work anymore. You're just here in your leisure pants. Yeah. But I have challenged myself. Right. And looked me. to get out of my comfort zone. And it's it's probably a bit of this to prove my worth. I did go from one organisation to a much larger organisation doing yes. the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. For the very sole purpose of proving to myself that I could cut it on a bigger stage. And I did. 
Yeah, and you did very well at that. I did. Yeah, good. Well, see, I mean, isn't it funny? You tell me that, you go, oh, so this is what I'm going to do, and I'll be like, oh, there's no way you wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> so can, listen, fucking money for jam. Just fucking get in there, mate. Do what you do. It's a bit, it's a self-doubt. I think it's an inflated and concentrated form of self-doubt. Is yeah, imposter syndrome. yeah, wow. Because everyone has self-doubt. Sure. I think this is just on an extrapolated st- stage. That's an interesting word, extrapolated. I've never heard that. <laughs> I like it, though. A it's lot. It's what, what you wear with your jodfers. It's yeah. <laughs> what my extrapolators are. Oh, I've got my extrapolators and my jodfers. <laughs> Gotta have a card night. <laughs> Well, I think that was interesting. Mm. I mean, I, I can't I, listen. I can't relate to a lot of it. No, your eyebrows were raised fairly well throughout <laughs> the whole podcast. When you talked about all those those warning signs, traits, uh, traits, they're not even warning, warning signs, signs. Traits. I know that all like lots of those were you. Not some of them weren't, but uh, no. the ones that were really you were really you. And that for me, as your wife, frustrates me because yeah. I feel like you work till all hours of the night. And the thing is, your bosses don't know nor give a fuck about that. That is the thing that I find most frustrating because I see you busting your balls and I see you trying to prove yourself and I and I get all that. And you've talked about it today, but I've always suspected as much, you know, that that's what it's about. And, and that's what frustrates me because you're you're overloading yourself with pressure and you don't need to and you could get the job done just as well by incorporating delegating and you know all that sort of stuff and i think too the more the other thing that worries me is and in in the corporate world the more that you bust your balls like this were you just holding a scrotum there yeah i just kept uh, when i said it i was like stop saying that yuck like busting your balls what they split open like hey listen Spill everywhere. What happens? Yeah, I know. Let's not go there. You hear those stories on the news. They've ruptured their scrotum. Yeah, what happened? And I go, oh. It took a real the- heavy blow. Jeez, it'd have to be it. It wouldn't be like a water balloon. I don't know how. Yeah, it'd be would awful. It- yeah, it'd be pretty. I don't know that you'd recover from it. You'd end up with one scrot. But anyway, um, you know, you're busting your balls, you, you're working to the bone. And I feel like because you've got this personal pursuit that you need to prove yourself, you need to fucking show them how competent you are, blah, blah, blah. This fucking monkey sitting above you just thinks, rubs his fucking grubby little hands together and just thinks, fucking, oh, yeah. I'm not wrong, am I? Well. No, I'm not. You're not not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's not not tea. It's not not tea. It's hard tea. It's fucking true. It's fucking true. It's not as clear cut as that. Sure. It's not majority as clear cut as that. I'm going to say it now. Majority are. But I do. I worry about people who have this because yeah. they, 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 uh, it's above and beyond, above and beyond, above and beyond. I don't know. I think it's a vicious cycle. I think you really need to, if you're doing it, I think you need to really try and break it down and practice, you know, saying no is a marvelous thing and saying, I've, no, I actually can't get that done. I have tried to be better at that. Mm. And I believe I am better at that. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good because yeah. you really, you need to become really pretty efficient at it because if people keep <laughs> hurling stuff at you, you know, 1am on a Friday afternoon, you've got to get this done by this afternoon and you've got 11, 70, 12 other things you need to do. Anyway, we can go round and round with we this. C- the, yeah. And again, I don't work in the corporate world. I've got, <laughs> I don't know a real idea, but I, I, I just, I observe and I see how people are treated and... I don't know whether we've accomplished anything. Hopefully it's been a... Well, if, if nothing else, we've accomplished that... This is something that people experience yeah. and that it's normal. There are lots of shades of grey. Yeah. 50 sure. shades of grey perhaps. Ugh, that was terrible. <laughs> you read that book. Yeah, it was a fucking – it was like Twilight fan fiction. It was fucking weird. But it was too fucking sex stuff. I was like, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> Oh, we're going to suggest fisting. Oh, how's about I... Oh, really? Yeah. Did that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was in there. I'm like, how's about I fist you in the balls and then the fucking face? <laughs> going, I'm going to suggest. Yeah. Is it... Oh, very good. Yes. Well, first of all, I might fist you. <laughs> yeah, in the ball sack. And then I'll break your nose into your skull. It took on a life of its own. Ugh. And you know what? It inspired... To start reading books. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your legs tapping. <laughs>
He was never a reader. Oh, fucking hell. But after reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, got into it. Oh, loves reading now. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I, I, I read it. I read of the, all the books. Yeah, of I know. all the books. I know. I in can't. any interview. No. Nah. If you say what inspired you to read. Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. I read the first one because it was just, you know, the world was blowing up and in, and really I shouldn't have because I, you know, I don't like things that other people like, but I thought, oh, fuck, what is this? Anyway, I read the first, like, couple of chapters and I'm like, this is fucking Twilight. It's very similar to, to Twilight and I don't but know. But no fisting in Twilight. Oh, God, fucking, <laughs> as I said, I'll fucking fist you. Fuck, it'll be a night to fucking remember. <laughs> If you wake up from it, <laughs> take you out, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck off, you fucking dumb fuck. <laughs> anyway, I read it in the whole – I'm unsure I got through the whole thing because I was literally just – look, you would have had audible eye rolls. I'm like, oh, my God, look, as she bit her lip and tilted yeah. her head, oh, fuck. I remember you like, reading there was it. This, there was this thing she did. I can't remember what it was, like fucking either – bit a lip or tilted her head or some shit. And they must have said tongue, it like Tongue ten, out the corner of the mouth. Something. It was like ten times every chap. What the fuck? This is absolute rot, absolute fucking rot. I remember like you I'm saying sure, to me this is written so badly. Yes, it's written. And I'm not a snob A literary right. type. No, I'm not a literary type. I don't, look, I love an easy read, but this was absolutely absurd. <laughs> I mean... I can't. And I, I love Twilight and I'm actually reading Midnight Sun right now. It's 1,000 and something pages long. So you've got it for a while. I'm doing that thing though. You know how you read for a bit and then you flick a few pages? Because <laughs> I'm like, because uh, it's like the love story from Edward. So I'm like, oh, it's a bit much. But anyway, I'm, I'm on it for now. Should we end it at oh, that? Definitely. Definitely. Thank you again for your company. Don't forget, get your entries in to win that lovely bottle of Philip Shaw oh, wine. And the wine the glasses. Architect and the wine glasses. And if you don't win, you can still buy the PBF podcast wine glasses. Ladies and gents, we only ordered one box and they're like half gone. So get onto it. You need them for your camping trips. Camping trips, and Christmas. And your summer, your pool, drinking wine in the pool or the spa. Get onto it pbfhq.com.au is where you can find them. They're cheap as chips. Good value at double the price. Thanks again for your company. We'll talk to you next week.